0: When you befriend people who are like that, the things that they love about you will ultimately turn and be the very same things that they hate about you.
1: In My Head with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. In My Head. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry, and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB, that's H-E-A-D W-I-T-H J. Follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. In my head. Episode 47. A girl chat on female friendships with Kay Nicole. In in my head. Hey fans, <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I hope that this episode reaches you in the best health, best mental frame, best health in your body, your mind, your spirit. I hope that all is well with you. I pray that you are feeling good. And if if by chance there's someone listening to this that is functioning at a low frequency right now, I'm sending you love, light, healing energies right where you're at and I pray that you you feel better after listening to this episode. So I decided to call up one of my podcasting girlfriends, <laughs> Kay Nicole of the Oh Hell No podcast jamaican sister and caribbean sister and to uh just have a girl chat with me my previous girl chat was on motherhood do y'all remember that with shauna lynch my best friend yeah (laughs) so today i decided to have kay come on my podcast i was a guest on hers before just to have this you know heart-to-heart conversation on female friendships so please have an open mind um we just flowed. We were just having a chat and you guys can be voyeurs and just like take a little listen to what girls sometimes talk about, you know, when it comes to friendships. In the meantime, do not forget to share this episode. Of course, share it on your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Pinterest, um, your Snapchat, your TikTok talk, your Skype. I don't care. Share by beating a drum, homing Pigeon, Smoke Signal, Morse code. I don't care. <laughs> Just <laughs> Please share the episode. Um, and yeah, let's get into this. Keisha Nicole Bent, better known as Kay Nicole, is the founder of the Oh Hell No podcast. On her four plus year old podcast, this Caribbean American woman of Jamaican heritage talks to everyday people who are leaving their mark on the world, doing what they love. Kay Nicole gets her guests to share an Oh Hell No moment that life has served up along their journey and how they've been able to survive and thrive. Kay Nicole is a mom, wife, sister friend, podcaster, and a new entrepreneur with a new eyelash line and a makeup brand called Bent Beauty. In My Head. In My Head fam, help me welcome to the podcast none other than
0: Kate Cole of Oh Hell No. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl, what's up? Thank you for having me. I'm excited
1: to be here. I'm so happy that we finally got a link up on this side of the podcasting world. I had the pleasure of being a guest on your side talk podcast, and this is yeah. long overdue, but nothing happens before it's time, right? Right,
0: absolutely. Yeah. How are you feeling? How are you really feeling, Kay? Oh, God, just the coaster of emotions. Um, You know, with the coronavirus, first of all, coming in and torching my entire year, (laughs) I'm just readjusting, but I can't, you know, I can't complain too much because I'm still working, you know, my husband's working, my daughter was able to readjust and go to school, so I have to, you know, like, be grateful, so... You know, but there were other things that I had planned for my year that just got wiped out, and I just had to kind of figure it out and just, you know, move forward. Um, and then I had family members that were sick, so that was, like, scary. I had one aunt that passed. Wow. It's just, yeah, it's just been crazy. But And I'm still very nervous because I have lupus, so I have an underlying condition, and it freaks me out, you know? Um So every time I go outside, it's like um, the Hunger Games, you know? Mm. So I'm just trying to, like, stay calm. And then working from home, I feel like I'm working. I'm I'm just here. I'm working all day long. And then it's just work. And then I'm cooking. And then I'm doing this. And I'm helping my daughter. I'm doing this. I just feel like a lot of, like, just pressure. Like, I just need a break, you know? So You are emotionally
1: exhausted? You know, I've been talking about that a lot damn yeah it, it is a lot and really I'm happy to know that you're still in your right mind yeah we got a lot to talk about today though oh
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, me too, uh. all right okay so today we're having a girl chat on female friendships and there's so much to cover we could do a whole year's worth <laughs> mm, sure <could. laughs> On this topic, but we're going to try to, you know, keep it concise within an hour, if, if so much, and just, you know, talk about this, you know, from your own perspective, what is a healthy female friendship?
0: So for me, I think a healthy female friendship starts with both parties being content with their lives and where they're trying to go with their lives, because I think that needs to be there at first, right? Because if that's not there, I feel like that's how things can get really messed up. So I'm happy in my life and where I'm trying to go and evolve to, and you're happy in your life and where you're trying to evolve and grow to, and together we can come together and collaborate on ways to grow in our own lives Um, maybe together on certain things and separately as, you know, progressive women. So that is what I think constitutes a healthy, you know, female friendship is wanting to collaborate and, you know, like positively feed off of another and, you know, help to promote and be each other's cheerleader and just be like a honest and good Human being to each other. Got it. If I didn't say too much.
1: <laughs> so I came across this um, this viral YouTube video by YouTube star Anna Akana, and she did a video on five types of female friendships. One mm-hmm. is the caretaker. Two is a fun time friend. Three is the one on one friend. Four, the independent woman friend. And five, the toxic friend. So (laughs) caretaker, fun-time friend, one-on-one friend, independent woman friend, toxic friend. The five types of female friendships that she outlined in her YouTube video. And you can find that in this episode summary. Um, Yeah. So I have been probably all of these types of friends to my friends. I could absolutely... (laughs) I have been the caretaker. I've been the fun time friend, the one-on-one friend. Yeah. I am that independent. And I've also been that toxic friend. I can absolutely say that I've played all these roles. Does any one of these, like, tr- you know, like, trend higher for yeah. you?
0: Um, I would say I am definitely a little bit of a caretaker. Um, I care deeply about people. And I'm always, you know, invested in, you know what they're doing and how to help them you know do whatever even if it's like a health thing or whatever um i'm also that one-on-one person because i can be a little anti-social where i don't need to be around like 10 girls at one time like you know what i'm saying i'm the one that's like who's coming you know <laughs> i didn't invite <laughs> you to something who's gonna be there so oh, I could be like that.
1: So why do you ask that, though? Why do you ask why, if your girlfriend says, hey, Kay, I'm having a hangout, and your first automatic response going to be, who's coming? Why? Why do you ask that?
0: It depends, because I have some friends that hang out with people that I really don't care to spend my time with. So that question goes to those people. Now, I don't mind that they're friends with those people, but I don't like spending my time so, around So them. what category
1: so. of friends are those? Are, you, are those like your, your fun time friends who hang out with friends that are not your friends? Or are those your your one-on-one friends who hang out with people who are not your friends? Or is that your toxic friend who
0: hang out with people who are not your fr- I want to know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I would say that they are fun-time friends, but then we can also sometimes have one-on-one time because with some of those friends, like we'll just go to dinner, just like the two of us or maybe the three of us, right? But they also have, you know, a larger group of friends that I just necessarily don't enjoy being around. So for me, I feel like I need to ask that question because my time is important to me. You know, so if I'm going to get dressed and leave my house and drive an hour to whatever, I want to know that I'm going to be relaxed and in an environment where I feel 100% comfortable. And that's all that's about, you know, but that doesn't apply to everybody. There's some people that, you know, if they're having something and I don't care, I'm coming, you know, because I didn't know their friends. I don't have a problem getting to know their friends, but it's just for those people that I know. So l- with people that I don't care for, <laughs> <laughs> we, we haven't
1: even hit the, the tip of the iceberg on this conversation. Yet. <laughs> so, you know, I, I did the introduction earlier um, before we saw this, this interview or this chat, actually this girl chat, but, you know, in your own words, tell us more about who you are and, and then tell us more about the types of girlfriend relationships you're presently in.
0: So I'm Keisha Nicole, right? Um, I have my little podcast, the Oh Have No Podcast. Stop it!
1: She I... didn't say I have a little podcast. <laughs> this girl's been podcasting for what, like five
0: years, six years? How long now? <laughs> well, it'll be four years in October. So yeah, I've been podcasting for a little bit. Um, you know, just trying to spread some empowerment, encouragement through other people's stories to help people to see their true potentials to help them to step outside of their box and follow their passion that's really the focus of my podcast and then i have side talk where i get into conversations that are important to me and that's where jay came on and blessed my podcast with a whole bunch of gems (laughs) 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 one of my favorite podcasts okay um but i'm really just Every day, girl, I love to have a good time. I'm lighthearted. I like to have fun. Um, I'm very motivated. I go after my dreams. I do what I want. Um, But I'm a no-nonsense person. Um, I'm very clear about what I want and what I don't want, how I'm going to allow people to treat me and how I'm not. Um, Some people might find that to be um, aggressive or, oh, she's this or she's that. No, I'm just sure, you know, and I'm confident. um, I don't have any problems with going out there and doing what I think suits me. So um, sometimes people take that the wrong way, and that's not my problem. That's their problem. Um, Since last year, I've been, like, on this journey where I'm just trying to rid myself of dead weight, people who are not for me, um, people who are um, pretenders, people who want to get into your space to soak up all of your energy not really pour anything back into you and then kind of try to duplicate you in some way shape or form I don't want to be around people like that I want to be around women who are coming into their own right because we're all in a different place on our journey I want to be around people who are you know inspiring and can be inspired um People who are just open to life and people who are genuinely seeking happiness and are willing to look at their lives and get rid of whatever it is that's not making them happy so that they can be free and be happy and not toxic. Because I think that's where it all starts. It's like they have these saying, like happy people don't go around you know, bashing others or being nasty to other people. And I really, as I look deep into that, I find that that is true. When you see these people who are going around, like even with the Black Lives Matter, these parents, like, why are you so mad? Why are you Mm -hmm. going around disturbing a Black person minding their business walking down the street and you feel you have to tell them where they should be and what they should be doing? Like, that's ridiculous. So I feel like, for me, I get up every day. I'm not saying my life is perfect. I have things that are up and down and things that stress me out. I got bills just like everybody else. I got things going on. But foundationally, like I'm pretty good, you know? And if something is not good, I try to figure out how can I make it better so that when I'm dealing with people, I'm not projecting. I'm not, you know, putting negativity on them or hating on them. I don't want to be that person and I don't want people like that around me. So when you're I'm not conscious-
1: sorry baby. Ahead, sorry. So you're conscious
0: of yeah, I'm consciously paying attention to people who have that type of energy or people that just don't serve any purpose in my life. If you're a friend of a friend like social acquaintance and I get a funny vibe when I'm around you, clip no thanks. I, I don't
1: need to Let's talk about that. You mentioned so many things in 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 that snippet. Talking about vibe. I always talk about energy. And you know, people like to denounce your energy or your vibe you're like you're imagining things, we wrong with you. That's not yeah. and and anytime someone tells me that I I get annoyed because you cannot tell me what my sixth sense is telling me to be true. And I rather trust my intuition because my spirit man is always right. I feel that energy, and someone could be there smiling in my face. And if my vibe tells me this person is on shit, don't mean yep. me well, is not coming from a genuine place, I can feel that because there's energy in every. There's energy even in a handshake.
0: Mm-hmm. You ever got a handshake? Ooh, you, you ever,
1: yes. You ever no, get a no, no, handshake? No, no, no. And it's almost like a. It's almost like a transfer of like spirit, right? You get a handshake, and it's like what the f- firecracker. It's just that's some
0: bad yeah. vibes. Or one that's, like, a dead fish. Like, you know, they shake hands. The little hands fingers. They want to touch you. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, no, honey.
1: Mm-mm. So, I mean, how can someone tell you now that you're imagining things when you just shook the person's hand and they didn't even want to shake you? It was, like, limp hand. Like, that's not genuine. Right. Something simple as that, right? A whole, like, body body reaction or, you know, like, it, it just, we can tell. Now, a lot of women... Find it hard to have relationships with other women. Let's talk about that, right? Now, oftentimes women are considered to be full of drama. Mm -hmm. Women are too emotional. Women can be catty. And a lot of this is social conditioning. A lot of this is social conditioning. Um, And then if you grew up in a household where you keep hearing this, then you start to adapt that to be your truth and then you start projecting based on what you've been indoctrinated with since childhood right it's kind Mm -hmm. it's it's social conditioning but some of these things are true because if you're raised in an environment where you're constantly hearing this or raised in an environment where cattiness is allowed then you're gonna start being that way there's so many layers to this so many things to talk about but you talk about you know you're in a good space. So when you're not in a good space, is there a sister friend that you reach out to? Like
0: um I'm blessed I have sisters. Yeah. So um when I'm really a feeling like that, I go to my sister. Uh I have a very close relationship with my mom. Um you know. So I'm good in that place. I do have friends that our soundboards, you know, like if I want to vent about something, a situation that they're removed from, I do have friends where I can absolutely go to them and be like, yo, do you think I'm tripping? Listen to what happened, because that's one thing that I always do. I hold myself accountable. So if something happens, and I'm feeling some type of way about it, I will ask several people, yo, am I tripping? This is what happened. Tell me if you think I was wrong or if I was bugging. Or whatever, you know? Because if I if I was or if I am, I don't have any problems with coming back and being like, yo, I mishandled this. This is this is where I messed up out, or this is how I contributed to the to the situation, right? But usually, girl, it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure every person
1: says this though, right? No, no. honey, it's not me. <laughs> <Trust> me. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been you though, Kay? Has it ever been you? I'm looking at your um, face right now, you're thinking real hard,
0: nah, it's not me. That's a problem like, though. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, listen, I don't think if I if I have ever fallen out with someone, right? Like where I'm like, I don't mess with that person no more. I personally don't think it has been me. Because I'm always willing to have a conversation about it and resolve it right but a lot of people they don't want to have that conversation because like i said to you earlier i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna keep it 100 so let's talk about it right but they don't want to talk about it right so they're that that's the problem so if you don't want to talk about it then we don't got nothing to talk about right? i can so relate you go your way and i'm gonna go my i can way, relate right? to
1: this i'm gonna give you an example because i think it's good it's a good If we start illustrating some of these examples. Right. So I had a really dear friend, sister friend um, that I've been friends with for like like a decade. Right. Mm -hmm. And last year our friendship ended and that broke my heart because she unfollowed me on social media and I realized when I'm trying to attack her, like, we talk often, like, where did she go? And so I reached, I'm like, hey, you know, I gave it the weekend because maybe I'm just, you know, imagining things. Right? right. And then I gave it a weekend, too, because now I've, I've been learning how to not react in the moment. As much as I want to address something right here and now, sometimes it's good to just sleep on it. Right. Yep. So I right. gave it the weekend and I. I actually texted her on the Friday. Hey, is everything okay? I realized that, you know, you unfollow me. Like, you know, do you want to talk? Like, let's talk about it. She never responded. Gave her until the weekend. Because I could have instantly responded an hour later like, Bitch, I know you see my text message, right? (laughs) But I didn't. (laughs) So I waited for the whole weekend. And on the Monday, I called. And they sent me the voicemail. But they sent me a message saying, hey, I'm in a meeting. No problem. I get it. So I called back later and they finally called me back in the evening and said, "Um, hey, I'm like, what's going on? Like, seriously, let's just know. I'm not. What is going on? Right. Um, Nothing. I just felt the need to, like, you know, unfollow you. I'm like, so wait, hold on a second. We've been friends for so long. I don't even know there's an issue. You never brought this up with me to let me know that something was bothering you. You made this universal decision without even saying, hey, let's talk about it. Something you did hurt me, offended offended me, or you know, this is how I'm presently feeling and it has nothing to do with you or seeing you post on your social media now, whatever stage in your life is becoming a vexation to me, like, or whatever. You never even decided or respected me enough to address it with me before you made that decision, not even call me. And I'm like, that's not cool. And as much as, you know, women get upset about men ghosting them, yeah. we need to hold our friends accountable for doing this shit. And I said, did, why did you not think that it, it would have been healthy or respectful or just kind as a friend to talk to me about this? I feel like, and I've been saying it recently and I'll say it now, there needs to be an exit interview for friendships.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it.
1: Because a lot of people are walking around with hurt for something they're claiming someone else did. But that other person is totally unaware that you're carrying mm-hmm. these grudges, carrying this pain, right. carrying this, Some oftentimes, this illusion of a problem. And you never confronted or addressed it. And last year when that happened, my heart broke. Like, I wept. Like, I called up my friends. I remember calling my ex-husband and he was like, you know, you just got to let it go. And he's like, you know, it seems like it's coming from a place of jealousy because I don't understand how this could even happen. And you guys are really good friends. Maybe someone else is involved whispering in their ear. So how strong is your friendship really? If someone else could come and whisper in your ear about your friend. So meanwhile, while I'm thinking we're best of friends, you're not really considering me a best of friend because there's no way my best friend or a, a sister who's so dear to me would do that. And it's easy for us to talk about how men break our hearts. What happens when our sisters break our hearts? You know, like, yep. what do we do? Like, and how do we have that conversation? How do we have that conversation with someone who doesn't even want to have that conversation? Let's talk right. about that, Kay. Let's talk about that. Have you ever had a situation where one of your girlfriends broke your heart?
0: Absolutely. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, good. Um. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm always getting my heart broken because... Sometimes I let people in and I care for them and then they just, um, you know, I don't know what it is, but they eventually just drift away or they start to act funny or treat me funny or act funny towards me or whatever. So this is a constant for me. So that's why now I'm just kind of like, I'm going to fall back on these chicks because you know, you gotta really be coming from a good place to get into my good great faith. <laughs> Like, like I gotta really see some things first. You know.
1: Um. So let's let's continue on that thread, Kay. What 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 was a specific like instance where a, a sister, girl, a sister friend broke your heart?
0: Um. Oh God. Let me, let me, let me, let me think of the examples I want to use, because there's a
1: lot. Jeez. Uh. (laughs) And why do you think some, why do you think a lot of, of female friends, you know, why do you think oftentimes relationships uh, end? and then end in that way where they don't even want to talk to you about why they're no longer wanting to be your friend?
0: Because I feel, well, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I feel like I tend to um, talk to people who are broken in some way or um, just unhappy, right? Mm -hmm. And when you befriend people who are like that, the things that they love about you will ultimately turn and be the very same things that they hate about you. Mm. And mm. in that... Mm. Yeah, that's what I've discovered. Right? So um, people gravitate to me because I am confident, because I am a no-nonsense person, and because I am a fun, good-time girl. But at the same time, I'm gonna motivate you to, girl, you need to no, you shouldn't be taking that from, from this person or no. You need to, you know, this is what you can do. You need to build yourself up. You know, you know, I'm speaking positivity to into into these people. Sometimes people don't like to hear that, right? That's because nice. they like to right. They they wanna be who they are. So what I also found is those very same people tend to gravitate to people who are in like situations with them. Right. So when they, they feel more comfortable around those people because those people are in the very same situations as them. So they don't think that that person is looking down on them. I don't look down on any of my friends. I have friends in different stages in their lives for different reasons. right? Um, So I don't look down on anybody. I'm here to be their friend, to listen. If you need me to help you with something, and it's within my means, I'm going to do it. And, you know, I'm here to support you. Um, These people, I find, they're lazy. So they like to be with like-minded people. I don't like to hang around people like that because I've been been at the bottom, right? I don't want to go back there. So... I'm comfortable where I'm at and I'm trying to be with people who are elevating themselves and doing different things. I want to be around people like that. So when I have friends who I'm trying to pour into, who don't want to receive the pour in, they seek friends who are in the same situations as them and slowly they drift away from me and drift closer to those people. And that has kind of been... um, Situations that I that I have encountered within the past couple of years that I've seen, and I just kind of withdraw myself from it because I'm not going to stoop down or go backwards just for a friendship. Like no.
1: So it seems like you've had many friendships over the years, and for for most people who tend to be very social, that's that's normal, right? Um, mm-hmm. What's the long the length of the longest sister friendship you're you're in or have been in
0: Uh 24 years well one is 24 years um another one is whew, way longer than that since i was like probably a young teenager and she's like an amazing friend to me she's a little bit older than me but we've maintained a friendship since i was a teen um she lives far so we don't talk every day but when we talk it's always positive and encouraging. She tells me she loves me. She's she's just such an amazing person, you know? So I treasure that relationship. Um, but yeah, I have some really great people in my life that, unfortunately, they don't live close, so I don't get to see them all the time, but we talk and we're connected. That begs my next those.
1: question, though, sis. Do you think it's lasted that long because there is distance?
0: No, I don't
1: think that. So I'll give you an example, right? I remember I had, like, damn near best... No, this was my best friend. Like, we were essentially cousins, right, through marriage. And we've been pen pals since we were, like, seven and eight, right? She lived here in the U.S. I lived in Trinidad. When I came up, you know, we connected like we were sister friends, like cousins, like we're cousins and best friends. And when I came up you know, transitioning into being here in the U.S., she was there. Then she moved to Florida because her mom had died. Um, and so our relationship stayed strong um, because there was this distance. So we call each other, talk with each other, but we wasn't up in each other's face all the time. Right. Then she moved to New York. And at that time I started dating um, my, my now ex-husband or now former partner in love. I need to start saying that (laughs) because he's such a great guy. Um, and then she started changing because I was dating. Mind you, I'm a single mom. So my mission towards dating is totally different to her mission towards dating, right? Like I am looking to settle down and really build a family. And at that time she came to New York. And when she came to New York, our relationship totally changed To where it I, I have not even seen This cousin slash best friend In years now And that shit broke my heart Like, why are you not happy for me? Like, you know that I'm a single mom Like, I'm dating this guy And I really, really like him um, Somehow she felt like I wasn't giving her the attention she needed Mm-hmm Somehow awesome. she felt like she was being left behind because I was dating someone and she wasn't. Oh, yeah. Somehow you know she you know there was a disconnect and I'm like yo, you at that point in time I didn't even have my papers and I'm like yo you you're a U.S. citizen you could do whatever you want to do. What are you there? What is there to be jealous about? Little old me about like I'm a single mom. Like you don't want to you don't want this life, girl. Like you could do whatever you want and it was like. Why is my cousin becoming jealous and intimidated by things she should be proud of? You should be proud that, you know, I'm dating again. You should be proud that I'm about to get married. You should be proud that I just got married and I'm, you know, having a stable environment for my kid. You should be proud that despite everything that I'm still, you know, doing my best and you should be my cheerleader. That did not happen. And that broke my heart. These are the experiences.
0: I'm thinking several things. One, sometimes, yeah, when you're, you know, single and your friend is single, you guys have this single life together. And then when you start to date and be inaccessible, depending on how you were during that time that you were dating, you know, because some some women and i'm not saying this is you but some women when they start dating or they find a man they ignore like they their friends all about their friends yeah right.
1: that didn't happen with me everything i did i try to incorporate her in like when we would go hang out with our friends obviously couple time is couple time right but yeah, there, the right. doors were always open i was all, i still had my girl girlfriend time so it's not like I was okay. stuck up on the man's ass. It was not happening. I'm very much, I need my own space, my own time, my own friends. And so yeah. I I always made time for her. always involved her in everything that I did because that's just the nature of who I am. But then they started pulling away.
0: But then also too, again, this goes back to what I said. If you are around people who are not genuinely happy with their lives, at some point, your relationships will fall apart with that person because it it just will. Because if you get anything that makes you happy and that, you know, just gets you to another place in, you know, in your life, they're going to feel like oh, well, I don't have anything like, you know, it just sparks more anger and jealousy and, you know, it just turns into negative feelings and then they start giving you this vibe. And You know what it, I'm hearing in so, my head?
1: I'm hearing old people because you're Jamaican. I'm Trini. I'm hearing the old people say Missouri Love Company.
0: Yes, it's true. It is true. And that's that's why, like I said before to you, some people that I have, you know, I thought, was a friend I they gravitate to people who are more like them single or in toxic relationships or you know going through drama all the time you know things like that I don't have those problems I'm married me and my husband have been together for a very long time we don't have those we don't have drama like that our drama is foolishness you know what I'm saying it's like stupid stuff that <laughs> is not that
1: serious People need to remember the foundation of how their friendship started. That can determine the strength and validity of that set friendship. I've had a lot of people who became friends because they didn't like me. And then they wonder why they're no longer friends. There's a saying that an enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm -hmm. And so because you don't like Jay and this person don't like Jay, well, we could just team up. And all of a sudden now, because we have a common enemy, now we become automatic friends. And then I'm just using this as an example. And then you guys start a quote unquote friendship, but it's not really a friendship. It's uh, an alliance. (laughs) Okay. That's not a friendship. Okay, but then you start calling yourself friends. There's a lot of people calling each other friends, and you know that y'all not goddamn friends. Y'all need to stop calling everybody a goddamn friends. Just say this is an enemy of my enemy so we cool (laughs) just say we have a common enemy we cool or we have a common goal so we cool because of that but I don't really know this person I I haven't even had like breakfast lunch or dinner with this person I never even hung up I never even called this person on the phone so this person is not my friend I really should stop calling them my friend they are an associate they are an, an ally they are a supporter we really need to stop calling people friends Because you find yourself in situations, again, where you have a common goal or even a common enemy and you build on that and you realize that you really didn't personally have things in common. Or that you personally Mm -hmm. didn't even like each other. You just liked what each other stood for. Shout out to my girlfriend, Nicole B. She said, the importance of cultivating healthy lifelong friendships is what we should talk about in the podcast. She said, I have... I have my best friends for over 20 years and we have never fell out. What loyalty nice. commitment and friendship looks like at different ages and stages. We should also talk about too many women yeah. see not having woman friends as a strength. It's not. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I agree. I feel like it's nice to have women friends. Um, I love women friends. I really do love female friendships, but and like you said when you have a female friendship and then something happens and it breaks your heart it's like a breakup it's, it's a divorce. very hurtful yeah. yeah it's it's terrible but how can we move forward and create positive healthy friendships that is what we need to focus on, right? Because we, we can always make toxic relationships just like with a man, you know? It's the same thing. And like you said, when you're looking for a friendship or you're entering a, in a friendship, you, there's there's gotta be some things that align, you know what I mean? Before you're jumping into something and saying, oh, this person is my friend or whatever. So I think um, it is important to have female friendships and I think it, it's a great thing and that's why I don't necessarily give up on friends altogether. Like you said earlier, there are people who um, say, oh, I don't like having female friends or I don't because this, that, and a third. Yeah, being burned, I could say that. But I do love sisterhood. And I think that it's important. And I think that it is possible. But you just have to surround yourself with the right people. And you guys have to have you have to be like-minded where it matters. So,
1: I judge women who do not have female friends. Like that's yeah. a red flag to me. It's a red flag if you do not have close sister friends who are not your sister. Mhm. You know, it's just like I judge men who don't have unless you have a really valid reason and I want to hear it, but you, there's millions of women in this world. You have not one female friend and you, all your best friends are men. I look at that differently. Just like I judge men who only have women, best friends. I feel like why do you not have healthy friendship with, with other men? What's up with that? Like for me personally, that's a red flag. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, loyalty commitment and friendship yeah it really does look different at different ages and stages in your life and if you have someone to ride that out with you for 10 20 years through marriage and divorce and children and businesses and going to school and failures and court cases and all kinds, and your friend is still there To be there with you and hold on to your secrets and be there when you want to cry or show up with groceries or help cook for you when you're you're recovering from a surgery or something. Those are people you hold Mm -hmm. on to and you might fall out with them. There are instances where you fall out. But if someone has been there for you, if a sister friend has been there for you for all this time, why is it so easy for you to think about throwing away that friendship? Why do you not value sitting down and talking things through as difficult as it may be to have those types of conversations? You guys have had more conversations about crazier things. You guys have worked through other stuff. Why is it if you reach a rough patch, you can't consider saying, all right, listen, let's just take a break. I love you, sis, but I just need to clear my mind. It may not even be something in regards to your system. Maybe it might be something personal to you. Maybe you're going through something. And yeah. having your sister say, you know what? I'm not going to take this personal. This has nothing to do with me. I'm here when you need me. Whenever you're ready, I'm right here. That shit is
0: very rare. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the problem. But again, it's, it's usually, it's, it's a personal problem, right? What I've found with the, the women that I have fallen out with, when I look at them outside of the friendship I see. I understand. You know why we're not friends. <laughs> you know
1: why what I mean? are why you guys are not friends, Kate? I want to know. We want to understand too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because those people have so much work to do on themselves as people, right? And until they get some self awareness, I don't know how they have any like honest. And real friendships, you know, so that's the number one reason. A lot of the people that I fell out with, they were not self-aware and they're they're showing up as frauds in their own life. Right. And they're not being real with themselves. So if they can't be real with themselves,
1: how can they be real with me? What about if they're not being real with you because the people they hang around with are also as dysfunctional as they are? Or and like yes. you got what I'm saying? Sometimes you're the odd one out, and everyone looks at you and I say am something's the wrong. Odd one out. Girl, you yes. can't you can't tell me about being odd one out. I am that person, <laughs> and I always feel like I feel like I'm the only person in the scary movie that sees the boogeyman. Now y'all don't see this shit. Y'all really don't see this shit. They don't
0: want to see it. They don't want to see it because they don't want to. It takes a strong person to make changes in your life that are going to, you know, they're going to take some time to adjust to, but in the long run, it will pay off. Right. So people don't like anybody that holds a mirror to them. They want to just party and, and you touched on some of this stuff when you did my podcast about, you know, um, You know, like when somebody wants to deflect from their problems, they might drink, they might shop, they might, you know, do other things, occupy their their time with other things. So some people like to occupy their time with people who are the good time people, right? So the good time people keeps them in good time. that they don't ever they don't have to reflect on or what's address. real right yeah what they really need to address but then when I get on the phone with Keisha oh god she's so she always talking about some real stuff I don't want to hear that She right. hear that, so I'm tired of her like she thinks she's so perfect she thinks she this she thinks she's that she thinks she's Not better though, than I'm everybody right yeah. she thinks she's better than everybody cause she got a stupid podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds personal Keisha <laughs>
0: Now, you know? and her dumb lashes like what her, i can't spare her I
1: can't okay yo I'm sorry for this dramatic laugh I'm giving off right now this this shit is hidden yo i I recently I recently reached out to another girlfriend you know, when they were having all these memes about I'm a black woman who supports other black women and I support black women and everybody on, in, on Instagram was just reposting the shit with their picture. Sure. I got mm-hmm. tagged in quite a few and I got tagged from women who I value and love and support. And then I got tagged from people like, bitch, you lying. <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> We're not even friends. Right, but I, right. I saw someone posted that very same thing on their page. And she had stopped talking to me just abruptly. Again, I don't know why people do this, but. So I reached out to her and I'm like, I find it funny (laughs) that you would post that you're supportive of black women, but I was your friend. And you stopped talking to me and all I have ever done was support you. And I started listing the ways like support you in your business, you know look out for you, take care of your business as my own or, you know, promote you or, and I'm like, but yet you talk ill about me and you basically start being my friend without even saying anything. And yet you post that you support and you love black women. I'm like, are you talking to strangers or are you talking to the woman that you actually know? Because, you know, that in itself is fraudulent, And I, I think people need to be very mindful of karma. I think if people were really, really mindful of karma, then they would do a lot of things differently in their lives. And you can't go around treating people ill and not ever trying to atone for it. I don't need an apology. Atone for it or even have a conversation about it. That's grown people shit. Grown people have conversations. You may not always like the content of the conversation, but we're going to have this conversation no matter how difficult or uncomfortable it is because we're going to clear the air. So when you go your way, I go my way. We're going in peace and in love and in good energy. So if I do see you on the street, I'm going to just be like, I hail you up. We used to be friends 10 years ago, but I ain't hold no malice against you. I, you know, my heart is good. Your heart is good. We talked about it. We cool. This is why I talk about exit interviews. How how do people function like that? I don't function like that. Kay, when is your birthday? I need my I need my astrologist to look you up <laughs> because <laughs> because we have similar traits. Kay, when is your birthday?
0: Um, November twenty second.
1: What is that? Uh, Sag.
0: I am on the cusp of Scorpio and Sagittarius.
1: Got it. Yo, I'm going to shout out to my, my in-house astrologer. Yo, Karima, look this up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Karima,
0: because I love a good read,
1: honey. <laughs> Yo, let me go on to the next one. Ali- a- a- Sena, my, my girlfriend from since high school, Um, she said, I want you all to talk about when it's time to walk away from that friendship. When do you realize that you are growing apart? Maybe because one of us is and the other isn't growing and realizing that it's not mutually beneficial, etc., etc. And she says, I'm referencing Molly and Issa's relationship at Insecure. That was a major topic. And then Carise, my other high school friend, she, she chimed in on what Al Sena said. And she said, I totally endorse this topic. I've gone through and currently going through a friendship that is growing apart. But deciding when it is to call a friendship quits is always a challenge for whatever reason. Let's talk about that. I always say that the length of a friendship does not determine the strength of a friendship. And it's it's natural. It is natural. The natural evolution of life to grow apart. Right? It's just how do we deal with that? What do you got to say about this, Kay?
0: Growing apart. So... Here's the thing. Um, Like I said earlier, I have friends who are in different stages of their lives. Um, We've been friends for a long time. And I try not to um, base my friendships on like, oh, well, I'm here. I'm married. I have a child. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And you're not. Um, So I feel like you're not growing. And I feel like "Mm, this relationship is just. It's it's, I'm outgrowing it like mm -mm, I don't do that if I have a friend who is still trying to figure things out in their life but they're a good person and they're good to me and we have you know like a great chemistry and great friendship then I'm not going to abandon that person just because I'm at a different season in my life um but I feel like There are some friendships, and I don't necessarily know if it's, like, outgrowing it. For me, it has to be something that you do to me. A friendship will come to an end if I feel like that person is showing me bad faith, not being real with me, Um, supportive, I mean... Listen. Sometimes people going through things and they just can't be there for you. If you're honest enough to, like, okay, for example, I have a friend, and me and her met at work. Uh, We both hated the job after a while. She was there a lot longer than me, Mm -hmm. and I found a new job. And I said, "Yo, I got a new job. I'm so excited!" Blah blah blah. She came to my desk and she was like, "Listen, when you get to your new job." Don't call me talking about how great the job is and how much you love it because I don't give a damn. I'm mad and I don't want to hear about it. So I laughed.
1: But it was true. And I
0: appreciated that. It was like such a refreshing aha moment for me. Like, oh my God, I love this chick even more because she's so real. Like, yo, I'm mad. I'm in my feelings. I don't want to be at this job. You leaving me and I'm mad. Don't call me talking about you love your job. Give me some time, right? Right, right. That's what I want from my friendships. I want to be with, I want to be friends with people who can be in their feelings and just let you know. Listen, tell you how I truly feel. Right.
1: Let's talk about that too. There's a safety in that. And I mean, like, she may just be doing that because that's naturally who she is. But let's talk about the safety in a friendship where I can honestly, wholeheartedly and vulnerably tell you how I feel and not feel as if you're going to, like, judge me for it or hold it against my head.
0: Right. I think you have to, because I have created that space, right, because I always say what I mean and mean what I say. And I say to, to my friends, yo, you could keep it real with me. If I'm tripping, you you could say, listen, you need to sit down, girl, or you need to hold on one second. Like, I don't mind if sometimes I might forget my place and I don't mind being reminded of where my place is within my friendships. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I feel like we we all have voices and we all have feelings and emotions and, and difference of opinion. But I think that we should be able to speak to each other, tell each other how we feel and If you've said something to offend me, say, girl, that was kind of offensive, like, or, you know, just speak on it right then and there so we can, so I can correct myself. You know, don't leave the conversation with hurt feelings and not address it and then just go off for weeks and days without talking about what the real issue is. I feel like when people do that, I feel like it's a deeper thing, you know, it's something deeper that probably has nothing to do with you.
1: Girl, I had a conversation with a friend and I called and said, you know, it's bothering me that you didn't include me in this. I'm like, we've been friends. And they said, well, you know, I separate my personal life from my professional life. I'm like, bullshit. Stop your shit. Like, I've been a part of every part of your life, professionally and personally, helping you out professionally, helping you out personally. Why now at this juncture? exclude me I said that and I'm unnerved by that a bit and I just want you you to talk me through what's happening because this doesn't seem normal and I'm feeling a kind of way they totally shut me down invalidated my feelings okay. months later four months later they said don't worry I and I'll take care of it blah blah four months later call them back and call them out on the same thing and that's when they decided to stop talking to me. And I'm like, I literally said to them in that in, on the last call we had, I said, if seeing me at a new stage in my life, whether I'm posting about it on Instagram or Twitter or on my blog or on my Facebook, if seeing that has now become a vexation to your spirit, then I'm okay with seeing you go. I want you to be your best self. You have all right to unfollow anyone who makes you feel you know, not your best self. I'm like, but I know personally that I'm not intentionally doing anything to harm or hurt you. This, as much as you're trying to project it as a problem you have with me, this is a personal problem you have with whatever you're going through and you're not really being honest with yourself. You're deciding to blame Jamie. It's okay, sis. I get it. I've been here before. It's all right. I love you. Regardless of everything, but you might need to address that on a personal level. Cause I ain't did you shit. <laughs> it's like I ain't did you right. nothing wrong. So right here, you trying to blame me for for this? Nah, it's not. I'm I'm not. I'm not taking that. I'm not holding on to that. I refuse that. You got to do your own work. Cause I know for a fact, I've been a sister to you. Yo, um, Nicole said, and I wanna. I want us to. I know we're we're talking about. A lot of heartaches. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is so much worth and power and positivity and home. You know, having a good sister friend is like coming home. Right. There's so much goodness in having good friendships with your female friends with your sister friends. Um, whether it's doing mm-hmm. girl trips or girls' night out or sleepovers or having a come over for coffee so you guys could talk about what's going on in your life or calling on the phone. You ever been a phone call with your girlfriend? And you look it's like two and a half hours like God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether you yep. guys are both married or one is married, one is single, you have a good friendship. And I think we we really need to talk about how having positive female friendships is extremely empowering and a necessity in being a whole woman, not just hold on your own. Yes, you have to work on your own wholeness, but having healthy relationships with other women definitely empowers you and takes you to another level. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I agree, and I think so. Um, I love the special friendships that I do have with um, a few women in my life. Um, I love checking in on them. I love meeting up with them. Um, I've now started doing things like this before Corona, like having dates with my friends. You know, we'll say, hey, we'll pick a date. And we'll just go to a restaurant and just catch up and talk about our life and what's going on and things like that. Um, I just, I I really enjoy having um, smart, beautiful, confident women around me who are doing their own thing, living in their lane and, and just loving what they're doing. And we feed off of each other. We can support each other, give each other advice, and even talk about things that we're experiencing that maybe you don't know if this is normal, you know, it could be a health thing or whatever. And then you, you can bounce it off your girlfriend and she said, Oh my God, girl, that happened to me. And this is what I did. I went to this doctor or whatever. Like, I think it's essential. We need to have these relationships. And I think for us women, we need to do the work on ourselves so that we can have healthy relationships with other women and just people in general. Right. It starts with you as an individual. So just know if you are not happy and you are miserable with your life, you will always project that onto someone else and your relationships will always fall apart. And that's just the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Because the story you just told about that girl and and, and the posting and all that stuff. um, I've had something like that happen to me with somebody who I thought was a friend. And now I realize that that person is definitely was not my friend. Um, but what I say is intention with everything Mm. we do, there's intention. So when you're writing up the email and you're, or the, the the post, you intentionally left Jay off for a reason. It was not because you were separating this from that. There was more to it than that. So if you're going to do that, own it. Just say, listen, Jay. I didn't really want you to be a part of this because you're a little big, you know. And I want to keep this small, you know. Facts. So let's just call it what it is. Facts. Right? <laughs> and I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't know anything about this person or what this relates to. But that's what I feel like the problem might have been, right? Because so, there's people with big personalities. You have a big personality. I do. And some people feel like threatened you by might that overshadow them or you know uh steal the spotlight or whatever i just don't want her to be a part of this because she's just too much okay that's fine but just say but it's
1: never a problem to use me to bring spotlight to what you're doing though it's never a problem to use my very loud voice to when i'm using it to tell people about your brand or your stuff or your website or your podcast Right. Of course not. It's not a problem then. It's not a problem then. Um, There's
0: intention.
1: I really want to encourage women to, as you just said, work on themselves. A lot of us have dealt with severe trauma in our lives. And a lot of us have broken little girls inside who were rejected and abandoned and misused and abused. And it doesn't just appear in your relationship in your, with, with your intimate partner. It also appears in your friendships, in your professional life. It appears in every aspect of your life. So that's why I'm a big advocate for therapy. Um, yeah. And I also want to encourage you to allow grace. The same amount of grace you want for yourself, extend that grace to someone else. Love on your sister the way you want to be loved. Talk to your sister the way you want to be taught to. Forgive your sister the way you want to be forgiven. Give her open space and give her safe space to express herself the way you would want to express yourself and be heard. In the same vein, if you guys have decided or if you decided on your own you wanted to end this friendship, then please respect the sanctity of what you had. What was set here stays here. I'm fucking tired of women weaponizing secrets and things told in the privacy of their friendship and using it to attack their former friend when they are no longer cool that is fucked up it's fucked up Mm -hmm. don't do it if you've been guilty of it apologize for it you think people don't know that you did that shit own that shit own that fucking shit call that woman and say listen I actually called you out your name or I spoke ill about you and I wanna I wanna be upset. you know what I I tell you fact right now I'm gonna call I'm gonna call her name. Someone came in my inbox just this year and said, Jay, I wanna apologize because I misunderstood you and I spoke on your name not even knowing. Who you really are and I want to apologize please forgive me I love what you're doing yes you stay consistent and I know you're not doing it for hype and I know you're not doing it for clout because that would have been done away with a long time ago so I just ask that
0: you forgive me
1: I didn't know this woman was holding grudges of me
0: I did wow well con- look um congratulations to that person who was woman enough to see herself and apologize to you for how she has misjudged you and mistreated you. Kudos to you, lady, whoever you are.
1: That was major for me. That was major for me. And this wasn't someone I was friends with. This is an associate. And and in the same vein of her admitting that, I said, thank you for that. Because again, you can feel energy. You can tell when people just want to be, you know, they want to be hanger-ons or they want to, they're cool with you because, you know, you can do something for them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And. Go ahead. I've had that, too. Uh I've had that, too. People want to hang around you. For a certain reason, and then when you serve the purpose, then they they dump you.
1: And then they talk ill on your name. We need to stop doing that. We really do. Yeah. If you have nothing good to say, say nothing good at all. And just remember, the same thing you're doing to one sister, someone could do it back to you. I really, exactly. really am trying. And I've been guilty, like I said before at the beginning of this. I've been the caretaker friend. I am the fun time friend. I'm the one-on-one friend. A lot more now, I've become the one-on-one friend for a lot of my friends. I am the independent woman friend and I have been the toxic friend. I have been the toxic friend. Like I've 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 really really done some things in my past to hurt other women. Most well, times unintentionally and I've admitted to them. Like it I've always been and I'm talking like in my 20s, right? Like I've been And I've probably done it recently as well, like, and unintentionally, like I'm talking about, listen, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say a thing. I did did it recently. (laughs) I really did. So, but, but this person wasn't my sister friend. This person wasn't even my friend, but I know that I hurt another woman. And so, and, and the thing about it, I literally called that woman and apologized to her. Look at you, and I've always been that type of person, though I've always been the type of person to correct my wrong, and I think that's one of the reasons why i'm I stay blessed because people yeah. don't know what happened behind closed doors. You don't know my heart, you can't speak for me, right so yeah. Yo, much kudos to the women out there who have a sister friend. I want to acknowledge our sister friends as we wrap up. Who are your sister friends you want to shout out right now that's been ride or die, holding you down, could watch the baby when you need some space, could call up and check up (laughs) on you, like send you some food, all of that. Yes.
0: um, Girl, my friend Arlene, she's a great friend. Um, I have a new friend, Kim. She's an amazing friend. Yes to the Jay, new friends. She's a great Jay is also a new amazing friend. Yay. Um <laughs>
1: and two <that too>, Jays. <laughs> Yo, can we can we can we sit there for a moment? There was a whole yeah. movement recently, you can't sit with us. You remember that? And no new friends a lot, do you remember that? I'm all for mm-hmm. new friends, and I'm all for inclusion. I've always been like that black sheep I've as much as I've been the popular girl, I used to hang with the underdogs. I used to hang with the rejects. I felt most comfortable there. Those were my people because they had good heart and I knew where they were coming from. So shout out to the people who are open to new friends like you Kay. yeah I'm
0: on the fence i'm I love new friends, but I'm on the fence about uh, like. Well, who, who's that? <laughs> I just gotta make sure. Like, what's your intention? Sure they're not crazy. Who yeah, sent like, you? What's her intention? Is she all right? Is she cool? Who, who sent you? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> right. But I'm I'm very paranoid and suspicious of people because I just know how dirty people can be. That's so, I'm, um, you know, I just want pure energy I'm all about positivity. We now are on this kick about supporting black businesses, supporting each other, lifting each other up. Let's be real about it, people. Let's really be real about it. Okay? Right. So do the work and, and be a better friend. Be a better friend. Right.
1: Okay, you know you're going to be back on the show, right? We we could talk about so many different topics. Yes, I'm going to have girl. to bring you back for, you're going to be our in-house podcaster, sister, friend. Yes, <laughs> I'd love to. Make yes. sure you hit up my girl, Kay Nicole, on the Oh Hell No podcast. Kay, tell them more about where they can find you and where they can find your podcast. Yeah, so I'm on
0: Instagram at the oh hell no podcast right all single words right Nothing is doubled up um and i have a website um that one is oh hell no podcast podcast.com um check me out check out my episodes um side talk is also another episode um another podcast that i have and that one you can find on spotify Um, You can find it everywhere, really. I have a YouTube channel where my podcasts also are posted. So just um, Google me. It's there. It's there. And it's really good information. It's all about uplifting us, helping us to step outside of our boxes and figure out what our purpose is on this planet so that we can start doing it and start making a difference. Thank you for having me, Jay. I
1: absolutely love you. I love your show, and I better be back. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> be back. Shout out to all my Jamaican sisters. Shout out to you, Kay. Like, I know yeah, you rep hard yeah. for your heritage. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Thank you so, so very much. And, yo, all of Kay's information will be found in this episode's show notes. Thanks, Kay. Thank you.
0: In, in my
1: Thank you so much, Keisha, for coming through on the In My Head podcast. Yo, we're definitely going to have her back. We're probably going to have a couple of ladies come and just share various um, thoughts with us. And, you know, I love to hear people, you know, talk about their journeys, their stories, things that have hurt them and how they overcame. I want to acknowledge some of my sister friends Um, before I do so much love to Melissa Noel award-winning journalist, Guyanese sister friend, who left me an amazing review on Apple Podcast. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. I cried. (laughs) I cried. And I want to read it for y'all, especially those who don't have Apple Podcast. Uh, The 15th of June, she wrote, Real, Intentional, and Necessary. I'm a big fan of this podcast. Jay's topics are captivating. Her charisma is unmatched. And I love the fact that she challenges her audience to think bigger and do better. She always reminds us that there's no way around doing the work. She tackles topics that are often considered taboo in our Caribbean community, the things that people tell you that they should keep to yourself, but that's not how we create change. Jay has greatly contributed to changing the narrative by being an advocate for mental health and a voice of reason. I love that when I listen to each episode, I know I'm getting a real raw and honest conversation. She delivers with an Admirable balance of hard conversations and humor. I laugh, I cry, I yell at my computer because you feel like she's speaking directly at you. We are blessed to have a voice like Jay Blessed. Keep up the wonderful and impactful work. Thank you so much, Mel. Thank you so much. This is how you show up for your sister friends. This is how you show up and you encourage and support your sister friends. I love and appreciate you, Mel for leaving such a thoughtful, thoughtful review that meant a lot to me. I want to acknowledge some of my sister friends. Much love to Shauna. Much love to Sharifa. Much love to Keisha and Much love to Love. Much love to Al Saina. I love you, Al. Much love to one of my dearest sister friends, Giselle. Much love to Ali... Oh my God, Ayola, I see you all the way in Dominica. Much love to Penny. Much love to Laura. I love you, Laura. I have so many amazing sister friends. Shout out to Tahira. Shout out to Shari. Shout out to my... Girlfriend Tiffany, I am acknowledging you, and if I do not mention your name, charge it to my head and not my heart. I send love to my actual sister Elizabeth. I know she listens all the way in Trinidad. Much love to Charlene and Sonia Rain. These are some of the sister friends that hold me up. My dearest friend Simone, Aisha, I see you. I have, I have been so blessed to have many amazing sister friends like. Keisha and Nikki, I see you. (laughs) Miss Nikki Sylvester, I see you. Miss Nikki Soon, I see you. Yo, Natasha, I see you. Renee, I see you. Camille, I see you. I'm blessed. Feanne. Listen, <laughs> I have been blessed with so many amazing sister friends. Shout out to my god sisters, shout out to my actual sisters, Shanella, I love you all the way in Washington state. Um, I wanted to acknowledge them, Shalana. I know you listen, Elon. I love you, Candy. I love you. Yo, I have so many sister friends that. Are supportive and that allow me to love them too. Mia, I see you. Lanice, I see you. Nicole, I see you. Man, I feel good. I feel good. And shout out to the women who've taken up their role in my life to act as mother figure. Auntie Sheila, I see and I love you. Yo, Sister Choir, I see and I love you. Yo, Renee, I see and I love you. Natalia, man. It is important as a young woman. It is important as a woman. It is important to have healthy female friendships. It is also of paramount importance to heal thyself. I encourage you to do your work, continue doing your work. If you've been heartbroken, cry about that shit. You know, weep about that shit, process that shit, let that shit go and keep it moving. There are more for you than against you. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to yet another episode of In My Head.